Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda, water, coffee, tea, whatever you want in the fridge. Kick your feet back, relax. Let's fucking do this. To my left, I'm sitting here today with hip-hop artist, rapper, human being on planet Earth, Johnny Mace. I'm an alien. I'm actually an alien. I'm not human. I'm not from here. But thank you. Thanks for having me, bro. Johnny Mace. Yeah, it's good for you to be here. So... What's going on, man? How's life treating you? Chilling, bro. Living. Just dropped the album. January 31st. Different one. It's on all streaming platforms. Go check that out if you haven't. But how are you doing, bro? I'm good. I've been sitting in here all day talking to a wide variety of people. I record three episodes every week. So I had someone in here. I had a a female freelance writer who runs an indie music blog that also writes for Teen Vogue and Nylon. Oh, then I had a vocalist of a death metal band. And oh, now shit. I have you. Hip hop. <laughs> you was all over the world today. That's wild. Yeah. But that's the cool thing about doing this show. And that's the cool thing just about being a part of any like community of creativity. There's so much to learn about, so much stuff going on. You know, so with you and this project that you just dropped, now it's like a single, not a whole album. No, it was an album. That's a whole album. Yep. Okay, cool. So releasing an album in 2020, you see a lot of people dropping singles and things like that, but you felt like now it was the time to drop an album. Yeah, me and my manager, uh, T-Bev, we've been um, like trying to decide like, should we do a whole album or should we just do single pushes? Because it's hard for people to even focus on more than one song at a time these days. It's like they hear one song and it's like, okay, that's it. But going through an album, I I thought it was the right thing to do. I feel like as a new artist, if you're really trying to get people's attention like on a wide scale, you have to give them more than one song. Like if you're fucking like somebody that people love and they're like craving that music, you can drop a single every other week and people will pay attention because they're hungry for it. But like yeah. when people like don't like know who you are all like that, it's I think it's better to be like, yo, here's an hour of fire. Yeah, hell Take yeah. Take it, you know? And then you could start fucking with the singles and yeah. shit like that. No doubt. So I know that you've been you've been doing the rap shit for a while. Yeah. Now yeah. we were talking before we started recording. It's all good. <laughs> it's been, you know, about about a decade in. Yeah, ten years. In, bro. and you know with the with the current state of hip-hop and where things are at now do you feel like the style of music that you were making 10 years ago is like still kind of relevant today and like if not like how have you changed to maybe stay relevant with the times no i'd say i'd say the music keeps changing rapidly it's just like people get uh people's attention spans are so short now that they get bored with something so fast oh yeah it's like so what's next? What's next? What's the next thing? It's just human nature. So I try to keep up with that and just be, I got like albums done that we're not released yet. And it's just like trying to be the next sound or what, what is going to catch people's attention next? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It could be really hard if you're working on like a, like an independent level, like how much time it takes to produce something when you're like working towards just fuck, like I'm grinding during the week to save up fucking cash to pay for this shit right you know it might take you a couple months and then the fucking trend's gone it's like you had you this song that yeah. fire, and then now it's just too fucking late to drop it yeah it's That's trying to worst. it's trying to predict the future it's you know uh-huh with you know this project that you just dropped now being on all streaming platforms yeah, yeah. are you somebody that does any sort of physical media these days or are you just all digital what do you mean like cds we are, like that? oh yeah we were just going to do that we didn't because we, <laughs> the profit margins on it wasn't it's like so expensive to get the art onto the cd and get the cd printed and yeah. get the music on the cd and then we're selling you're not going to make too much on it so we were like we're just going to do a not fi- no physical copies. Yeah, I feel like time. the physical copies is it's hard to do unless you're playing a ton of shows that people are actually coming to. Right. Then you can move the product and it's an easy way to make money at shows. When it comes to shows and uh just performing, what's performing been like for you recently? Uh performing, we just did a, um we just well I dropped uh I dropped the album. I had a release party for it. We had some uh, dope artists come out for that. It was fun. You know what I mean? We're not like selling out venues and everything yet, yeah. but I feel like that's not far from you know what i mean the future yeah it's not impossible yeah you feel me yeah but i'm not i'm definitely not like yo i'm selling all shows right now like no it's not like that but we've had we've had some good shows for sure 
No doubt. Whenever you were playing shows, like, have you spent any time on the road, tri-state area, doing anything like that? Yeah, we went out to, uh, shout out to DJ Afterthought. He got us on, the, um, we went out to Denver and opened up for Wi-Fi's funeral in Denver. So that was like our first like out-of-state show, I think. You know what I mean? So that was pretty dope. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's definitely a slow build, but it's super interesting the way that you can build in the hip hop world versus the rock world because like you can build in the hip hop world, just making a lot of backdoor connections, which you can in the rock world too. But with rock, you got to grind. Like you see people on like three, four week tours playing like small clubs and stuff like that. And like, you can do that in rap too. A lot of people do, but you don't necessarily have to because there's a lot of places where like you, maybe you just get on the right show, get on the right platform, get your song on the right playlist. And all of a sudden it's like, fuck, I didn't have to tour. Now I can tour because people want to hear me. Right. Yeah. We were just up to shout out to uh, DJ superstar Jay. We were just up on a shade four five in New York. We had the um, single get a million featuring Jimmy Wapo. It's playing up there every weekend on his set. And like, that was a blessing. Shout out to uh, DJ after for getting us up there. But yeah, talking about that though, I I never really thought about what it's like coming up in like a hip, like a rock and roll compared to hip hop because like Pittsburgh's so competitive and it's so like clicky almost. It's like you have to be with the cool or you're not even going to get looked at. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's kind of hard. Well, I think it's just you have a lot of people with like real shitty self-esteem issues and like they, they, yeah. they think they think they're the fucking shit but they're not and they don't want you to realize that they're not the shit so they don't let people get close right. to them. Yeah, yeah. And that's really what it is. I think that it's like dropping the ego a bit and learning to just connect with people like, yo, we all want the same thing and there's plenty there's plenty of food for everyone to eat Facts. in a way if you learn how to work with each other. Like, you know, two two heads are better than one, right? That's yeah. that's the the old saying. But yeah, I mean, somebody like, like I've been pretty involved in hip hop for a large part of my life. Like I make beats, I rap. That's like my you main thing. Send me that a I, pack, bro. That's send my me. main thing that I do. And it's a thing where it's so clicky and segregated. Like yeah. where it's like, you know, I've been doing shit since like 2008 probably almost as long as you have and this is the first time either of us are sitting down right and we're in, we're in the same city but it's so cut up and spliced in its own weird little ways that like it might take you 10 years to meet a motherfucker in pittsburgh <laughs> and the city ain't that big right it's back, so bro. weird imagine like la shit like yeah I feel you bro it's just weird how disconnected everything is but with making those connections you know what's that been like for you because obviously you're making connections you're playing in colorado going up to new york you're starting nah, to make those moves as, as talking to people as separated as it is like i feel like it's easier to find like people that genuinely are doing things for love you know what i mean like there's definitely artists out there like in the area like bev has found a small group of artists that he signed like me cambiola i am douglas like and it's really just genuine love like we're not doing anything to to get a step above or it's just like it's competitive because it's like everybody wants to be the best exactly feel me but it's not like but there's other artists out there that we fuck with like stoney and um you know what i mean fed's doing his thing hardo they cools like there's a lot of artists doing their thing but it's like it's it's competitive and we want to link but it's like at the same time there's a lot i don't know you could tell who when it's genuine love and when it's like okay i'm gonna yeah you feel me throw some shade or whatever i think that that's the other good thing about time like spending that time that decade it humbles you a bit right lets you shave the fucking ego off and lets you learn how to like communicate and talk with people because like you unfortunately you just deal with bullshit you deal with bullshit people and bullshit promoters bullshit artists right. bullshit engineers and it it sucks going through that bullshit videographers like yeah. you just get fucking ripped oh my off God. for fucking don't 10 years don't get me started <laughs> don't get me started on it don't get me no, started no i dude i'm saying like i've been there you know what i mean like i know what it's like so i've gone through it but now it's like i'm finally at this point where i feel confident and i have like the right team of people around me that like i feel good about doing stuff there's yeah. been plenty of times where i felt like i was a fucking psychopath for nah, still trying to do this shit i hear shit. you yeah that's a but you 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 tread through those dark times, bro. You see if that you light really at the end care, of the tunnel. That's how me? that's how you know. Like whenever I meet people such as yourself that have been you know really putting in that time, it's like this motherfucker gives a shit about this. You this isn't me? like some fucking like oh you know I thought it would be fun to rap, so I fucking downloaded Fruity Loops right. and recorded some shit in the bedroom, nah, which is bro. tight. I got it. No, yeah, yeah, respect please, for that artist please too. Make but music, but yeah, it's just like you can usually tell when somebody's like really yeah. gone through. And and yeah, oh definitely. And bro, it's like. I always think 
Cause I'm, I have a friend that's an artist. I'm not gonna name him, but it's like he's always like, "Man, what if I don't do this by this? Am I gonna give up?" I'm like, "Bro, what else are you gonna do?" Yeah, this is like if I could, I could lose everything, and I'm still gonna make music. I could never make it. I don't care if I make a dollar off it. I'm still gonna do this because this is what I love to do, and it's like really all I got. Like, okay, I can go find a job and do this and this and get through life and be okay and and settle. But like, I'm never gonna give up because this is what I want. This is what I love to do. Yeah, Tell me. that's the best attitude to have. I mean, you want the, the that finding that right balance of keeping your expectations high, but also like realistic, because you got to know what you're capable of. If you try to, I think a lot of artists just try to get too much too quick. They're not ready for it, and then they end up being jaded because it didn't work out it's like you just got to put time into this stuff it's like definitely it's like you've been fucking doing this shit for four months right you're not that good right it doesn't matter but even if you are it doesn't, that good. it doesn't matter how many fucking instagram followers you buy and all that other shit you might look good online but if right. people come to your show and you're just staring at the stage the whole time performing like trash you ain't ready right and people are gonna see it yeah definitely he's got to take the time to like build so going and, back and hold on anything oh, that yeah. comes that fast is it ever like I've never had something really good come overnight? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's like fast usually food. terrible thing. Yeah, bro, you feel me? <laughs> Facts. Like something bad is gonna come with it, bro. It's yeah, like, but when you work, when you keep working and you don't give up, and then you get what you work for. It's like, man. Yeah. So let's talk about this build a bit then. Yeah. So we are, you know, going back to the beginning when you were starting. Yeah. Um, what was it like? What? How did you even get involved in any of this? I went to Cal U and um, just found some some boys that was rapping, and I just ended up getting on the mic and ended up loving it, and then started just continue with it and taking it more serious. Ended up linking with Bev at Cal, and then he helped me a lot because he believed like almost before I believed. It was like, dude, like I like your sound. We could do something. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Ended up getting into ID Labs and. It was a good studio, so our sound just our quality of sound went up and been going ever since. Yeah. So then moving forward into like networking and starting to meet other people, meet other engineers, other artists and things like that. What was that like for you? In terms of like we we're talking about like the city being a little bit clicky and things like that. And when you're starting out, you don't know anybody. Yeah. You know, like how did you meet people? I imagine a, like working at ID Labs, you probably met a lot of people through there. Yeah, it's just a it's just a learning process. Like you you meet people that you just go to shows and bump shoulders with the right people and then meet friends through them and it just it grows spider webs. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the um with the stuff that you have on the horizon because i mean you're probably always working a few steps ahead uh, yeah you know what i mean like is there any we got yeah we're working like the music i'm i'm in the studio making right now isn't going to drop for two or three years and it's crazy to think about because we got like four albums like done and we're just it's just going to make the money make sure it's going to get dropped and promoted to the right people and into the right crowd and then it's like it's just it costs a lot more money to get things heard than you think. Everybody thinks, oh, I got a following, it's gonna blow. Like, no, nah, you gotta market yourself right, or it's it could be all for nothing. And that's like a really sad thought. Yeah. So what was that? What was the first time if there is a situation, like the first time you realized that? Was there maybe like a project listen, that you put a lot of work into? Bro, yeah. listen, last year I got um <laughs> DJ Holiday. He hosted, started with a tape, and we were like, Man, we link with Holiday. This is it. Everybody's gonna, oh, it's a big name. And then it just like it was just like, oh, okay. And then you growing up, we watch uh you watch Wiz link with like Lantern and you're like, yo, this is whenever I started believing, like, Wiz is it, boom. And it's like, no, nah, it wasn't it wasn't it. It takes more. It's cool. It's cool that we link with him. He's cool. He did a lot of shout outs, he shared a lot of stuff for us. But that's still not enough. You always need that extra push. Yeah. It's always so much more than you would think. <laughs> and, you know, that's one thing, just being the artist, but I think like being somebody that's outside of it like a fan i don't think they understand all the time how much power they have like right. even your homies just right. being like yo like i'm not trying to sound like a fucking baby over here but please <laughs> share, share my yeah, shit share it. <laughs> takes you two seconds and oh, it's like man. it's worth so much nobody wants to look like the fan though bro everybody's the cool guy everybody wants their picture to get shared and like nobody wants to be that they it, they yeah. feel like they're lower than you or something. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I, I haven't gotten that. There's a thing with social media now and a lot of people like everybody is kind of like a rock star in one yeah. way or another. Whether they are a rapper or, you know, they just go out to eat a lot and be taking pictures <laughs> of fucking sandwiches. Like everybody has their thing and people like want their 
their social media to be their thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't ever mind showing love. Like I share my my homies that are artists. I share their work and I like pictures, even if it is a just food and stuff. You oh, know yeah. I mean? I'm not the I'm not like a oh, just look at me kind of guy. Like I know you got it takes to give, but it takes to get, but I don't know. Yeah, we haven't got we're we're not settling yet, that's for sure. Yeah, you just gotta keep pushing. I think just keep meeting people and don't the the it's like you think about how many people are on the planet for crazy. real. <laughs> it's crazy to think. And you know, the amount of people that you're marketing to, I think it's real easy for some people to get overwhelmed by that. And then even worse, some people just get happy with where they're at. Like, that's oh, cool. Enough. Like I got a hundred K followers yeah. on Instagram. Like that's still not really shit depending <laughs> on like how big you're trying to get. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people are happy with that, but I mean, in terms of a uh, hip hop, a lot, a lot, a lot of you motherfuckers are trying to take over the world all yeah, the time. Facts. So as you should, hundred K doesn't really feel like a whole lot. That's another thing with me. Like I just don't see myself settling. Like even, a, even millions of dollars or millions of followers, it's not going to do it for me. You know what I mean? I think the chase is the most important well, part sure. of it. Because I mean, you, you were just saying before how like you don't care if you ever make a dollar off this you're still going to be doing it so you know what's the difference if you have one dollar or a thousand or ten thousand i mean i'll tell you this you get you get a couple million dollars in your pocket you're going to change yeah oh yeah i mean (laughs) you're going to be a much different person (laughs) you're going to amen you're going to you're going to have a I don't know. It, it will change. I think it, it, it changes a lot of people for sure. I hear you. Hopefully but, I'm back here with you in a year or two <laughs> with it pulling up in a Lambo instead yeah. of that Mercury. You feel me? <laughs> I'd appreciate that, man. So with everything that's been going on now with this project that you just dropped, how's reaction been? How are you feeling about it? I think it? it's good. I think it's better than anyone that we've dropped so far. So like, that's a good thing. You know what I mean? And we really haven't got to dumping in all the money and into the promo that we have ready for it yet. So like, it's got a good natural push. And like, I think that's a blessing. Um, we got Crooked Eye on a song. So shout out to Crooked Eye, the homie. We flew out to Cali to shoot a video for it. We didn't drop that yet. We have a video for the WAPO Jam we didn't drop yet. So like, I think those are going to be really big things. We dropped our first video. Um, it was a single off it, Pull Up, featuring Kilo Dutch in like December. That was doing good. The, the tape dropped. We dropped Laughing to the Bank video. That one's really booming on Facebook. So we got we got three more videos off of this tape to drop so we're not just like dropping it and then looking on to the next tape like we did with previous tapes like yeah we got a more thorough um you know what i mean yeah promotional I, yeah I, it seemed you're definitely doing it the right way as far as i'm concerned i mean a lot of great things haven't happened for me yet so what the fuck do i know <laughs> i just imagine that you're doing it as far what i think is the more smarter way to do it in terms of just like oh instead of just like put it recording a song putting it out like oh what's next so maybe we'll film a video in a couple months like right. nope it's like we got a whole album we got these videos we have a a timeline maybe kind of in place of how we want to release things and then you just ride on that for a bit yeah because it's there's a lot that goes into the promotional stuff that I, and that's what i want to get into you with is like in terms of like what you are doing to promote this stuff and what advice you might have for other up and coming artists in terms of dropping a tape. Like what would you suggest people do? I think promotional, the promotional part of the process is equally important to the recording part of it and, and getting it mastered and everything. Like it's all one thing. Like it's not just like, okay, I'm going to record a really dope album and then not put anything into it. Even if you have a following, like, Drake, you think Drake's not pumping millions of dollars into marketing? Coke and Pepsi still pump you millions of dollars into like, marketing. Bro, that shit is important because you're yeah. getting it into you're getting it out to eyes and ears of people that might not follow you. And it's just like that's super important. So I would say if you're a young artist just starting, focus on your marketing and, and get people around you that care to tell their friends about it. Like we just did a, a texting strategy. We have this little paragraph. It's like, hey, you want to win five hundred dollars? Um, copy this paste it send it to 10 people screenshot your inbox and send to us and then every week we're giving away a hundred dollars just by getting the text out there because then it has the link of the um, album at the bottom of it so like most people are just going to copy and and paste it and send it and not listen to the album but there's one or two to do to tune in they're like oh my god it's a new artist and follow me it's like okay five hundred dollars but we might get 200 new fans off it or whoever knows how many you know what i mean yeah, there's a lot of interesting ways and I like hearing like those like alternative tactics 
um, about promoting stuff. And it's a little bit more organic too, instead of just like throwing, saying. you know, uh, like you know, throwing some money at Facebook's algorithm, which I mean, yeah. you got to do that too. You Back, have to, you it have does to. help, but it can't be the only thing that you do. And again, you know, if you're putting thousands of dollars into a project, why not put thousands into the promotion? Right. You don't want to fucking be like, here's my four thousand dollar album and my twenty dollar Facebook post. Right, bro. What do you yeah, <laughs> also, what do you it don't add up? And on the flip, you don't want to spend twenty dollars recording something and throw five hundred dollars at it expecting people were gonna give a shit exactly, about it. Exactly, exactly. Like it does, yeah. I think it has it, to balance. Yeah, it, the yin and yang, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. It, it, it's the thing that's really cool about the world of hip-hop especially now is like since money is such a big culture of it yeah. you have a lot more people that are thinking a lot more like entrepreneurs in terms of putting the stuff out there and i like have to like stop myself from reaching across this table sometimes when i'm sitting or with like indie rock people and things like that that are like trying to be very much like oh well you know it's not about the money and things like that now that's cool if that's your thing <laughs> but if you're talking to me about like one of your goals is to be touring the country and you're simultaneously not asking not. for money at shows. Right. What the, you're creating your own problems. And you know what else, you know what you just jogged a thought in my mind, bro? The, the image of hip hop and everybody's like, oh, I already have it. Oh, I'm, I'm rich and famous already. But then what happened to whenever Eminem was like rock bottom and like talking about being in a trailer park and not having shit? What, why isn't why where did that hip hop go now it's all just like oh my god I'm rich I'm already on I'm this I'm that what happened to the I don't have it hip hop uh, Instagram yeah for real <laughs> bro that shit's weak Every, I'm, about to, I'm about to drop a tape every, like that bro everybody's like it's it's a flex everybody's trying to flex constantly and whether they're putting out music or not it's like everybody wants to put the best image of themselves out there at all times so of course that blends into the music stuff and all creativity i think um yeah but just like fashion every 10 years it's like goes back to what it was or whatever oh it yeah is. how many i think i think that's gonna make another run what do you think definitely like, it are, it the broke hip-hop i can't it, wait for that <laughs> <laughs> i don't have shit yeah. i can't wait for that well, I, think, I think what it is is just you know artists having their own voice and i think that you know for as many people that exist that put out music you know, when you think of like truly standout hip hop artists, like ones where it's like, you know, name me the top 10 influential, every single one that you think of, they're going to be people that had their own unique voice and they were talking about their own shit and their own struggles and things like that. It wasn't like some copy paste bullshit, right? you know, and uh, but there's a whole lot of fluff in the middle. There's just a whole lot of people that want to be the next Eminem that you know right. grew up in Swickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bags, bro. Do you feel me? Like and it's that ain't it, it, bro. It, it, it ain't it. And like, yeah. And then on the flip, you'll have because people. I think there's a thing too with like the social media culture and just internet in general. People always want what they don't have. You know what I mean? People that grow up in a nice neighborhood want to romanticize what it was like growing up broke. Right. And people that grow up broke obviously want to romanticize what the it's like growing up, yeah. grow up being grow up being rich. And I think, you know, when you're writing music, you have an opportunity, you know, do I want to tell people my story if this is something that I'm embarrassed about? Right. You know, that, well, I'm going to paint a picture of the person that I want to be. Right. And then sometimes you put that out, you know, you you get the energy that you put out into the world. So for some people putting out that I'm the shit energy convinces a lot of people that, hey, maybe they are the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. You, nah. you could definitely trick people into thinking you're cool. Exactly. It's, it's, it's not hard. <laughs> Filters and everything, bro. I swear to God. But no, speaking of embarrassment, bro, it's like. <laughs> Bro, I've been, I'm telling you, like, with everything been going good with the music, I've been having some horror times, too. Like, I'm in here with a black guy. You feel me? Okay. Like, bro, I just had a bad breakup. Oh, like, everything shit. isn't all, like, you know what I mean? Cotton candy and, and pillows and fluffy bears and Valentine's Day is like that. Like, like it isn't. I just dropped a song. That's what I'm getting to. I just dropped okay. a song called Losses on SoundCloud. And it's just, like, talking about, like, man, like, shit can be hard, too. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get into what it was all about. But, like. I've been taking I've been taking losses, you know what I mean. You're but still a human. You feel me? Exactly. I but mean, it's like that's the thing about me though. Like these losses don't make me. And it's like, man, I'm gonna keep my feet moving regardless. And what's what's about to come? And like the people that laugh and all this. Oh, look at Mace getting beat up. Little video on Facebook. Look at Mace getting beat up. The people laughing, bro. In, in six months, are y'all still gonna be laughing about that? And in in a year, 
if I what if this music takes off? I'm, I got screenshot of everybody laughing. Don't ask sure. me for shit. Don't don't come sure. for no tickets. You feel me, bro? Sure. It's I feel like anybody that's ever lived a real life has taken a fist to the face. It happens. Oh yeah, it, you got to stand on it, your it toes happens. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've definitely had my jaw broken. It's happened <laughs> on, on some dumb shit. It's happened, and I'm not even like a fucking physical person uh, like that. You. But it's like the world exists outside of yourself and that's Thanks. why i think that there's a lot of respect that i have for any artist that's putting out any content at all because i know goddamn well that you know when i'm meeting people there everybody has their own struggles so right. it's like fuck amongst all this other crazy shit that you're doing probably working a job dealing with you know yeah, family kids, drama relationship yeah. drama kids school wh- whatever lots of people have lots of shit going on the fact that you still have the time to write and record a whole goddamn album and release it amongst everything else because like, like we're not living on these budgets where we get to just live in the studio hit the beat you know, dude, fucking yeah yeah, 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 like, <laughs> yeah fucking write my next album you know it fucking disney world or something <laughs> like that you know it, it ain't how it's working thanks for man. us so there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff that i think gets overlooked i just had this 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 moment of realization with i play in a band outside of my rap bullshit and we've been going like non-stop for about three years like playing shows writing and recording and just these past few months we haven't been playing a whole lot and we've just been kind of like taking time off it's like everybody takes times off but when you're working on like the schedule that we are there's no time to take time off right so you're working 24 7 sometimes you know what i mean like you know full-time job dealing with family trying to keep people happy and still trying to put you know maybe another eight ten hours a day into your work there's only 24 hours in a day and you still got to sleep right so like, bro, what are you, you doing time for all this stuff <laughs> you know and it's like, how uh, are you finding time for all this shit so i know that you had mentioned before when we first were talking i was like yo you need a soda need a beer or anything you had mentioned that you're sober yeah yeah so five months end of february will be six months clean congrats man yeah so look, yeah what's that <laughs> it wasn't easy uh, it was just like i just come from like uh both of my parents were uh drug addicts and it's just like genetic for me to fall into alcoholism i did have a problem with alcohol and and you talk about putting a beer out. Well, I'm going to be chopping something up on the table in a second after that. Feel you, you feel me, bro? No, I was yeah. getting busy. But like, man, I cleaned up and just like separated myself from the friends that was partying too much and just taking care of my kid. And it's just like, no man, doubt. I straightened up, focused on the music, put my money into that. Because I was, you could hit the bar and spend $100 in like an hour at the bar. So, oh, man, yeah. I could get some studio time. Such a f- it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how much money you could throw out. Like, and you know. I don't know. Well, I, that's not what I'm curious. I mean, I can rant about that for a while. I'm even trying to get into that. But what I do want to get into, though, which is the inevitable topic of just being somebody sober in the world of hip hop. Oh, man. It's like, man, I'm very uh, I'm very aware because of it. Like I would you just you hit a show and you're always getting drunk. You're not like you're not like really taking in the energy around you. And it's like, man, I'm just so observant now. It's almost it almost like gives me anxiety. Yo, yeah. You feel me? Yeah, no, I definitely for. <laughs> I'm not the best at this rule, but I try my best nights that I have rehearsals and nights that I have shows. I try not to drink. You know what I mean? If I'm just chilling, I can have a beer at the house. I mean, like I've never been like a big drug guy. So like I keep it. I also come from a family with a lot of fucked up shit. Uh, but I mean, life. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's one of those things like when I was starting out doing rap shit, um, I wasn't even drinking. I mean, I wasn't 21. So, of course, I mean, it's, it's the type of thing. I was never like a crazy rebellious kid. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I loved rap and I started playing shows and it was always this weird thing where people just assumed like, you know, like you're, you're high people trying yeah. to give me this, give me that. And like it was always really weird trying to like push it away. One thing that I think is really cool now is like this. I feel like being self-aware and talking about like mental health and like taking care of yourself is something that is actually like okay to acknowledge in the world of hip hop now yeah. where it wasn't maybe back in you know the day like we say i've seen eminem had some problems he made a lot of great music but you know objectively maybe not the best human being at that time but, <laughs> but that's the type of thing is like you know that that chaos definitely created a lot of good art but i think it's definitely, definitely. A good headspace to be in. I think you can just focus so much more without that. It's definitely changed. It's definitely changed my topics of um 
what I'm making music about. I used to do like a lot of party songs and just talking about even just smoking weed, but like I even cut that out. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it's just, it's made me focus on other things like, like just even like, it sounds corny, but love. Make, I make love songs now. I just I never think I was going to do that shit. You know what I mean? Now it's like, I don't know. It's not just like, oh, I'm high, pop a pill, do this. You know what I mean? Now it's like, what else, what else do you have yeah. whenever you put the, the drugs to the side? I feel like if you really want true longevity, you need to like put that shit to the side. Like what artists, can you name me any artists that do that kind of stuff that remain relevant for any long period of time? I don't know. Migos is definitely on a run with it though. <laughs> When's the last time they've dropped anything? Mm, maybe they are just living off the songs they got. I don't know. But yeah, I feel you. The dr- It's crazy because like the drug culture doesn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Everybody always wants to hear songs about popping bottles and shit. I was just in the studio with Bev and I tried to make a club song and I couldn't. I was like, <laughs> I was like two bars from finishing and I was like, Bev, this isn't me. Like, I don't even hit the club. What am I doing? You feel me, yeah. bro? <laughs> yeah, that's seriously. That, that, that's good that you acknowledge that because if you don't, it's going to be very transparent. People are going to, they're going to see it. And then it's not going to work out. Right. It's just not going to work out. Right, bro. Yeah, but with, you know, artists like Migos and things like that. Because, again, those are like, you know, those are like young people doing yeah. that club shit. And it's just like, it's music that's not for me. I'm happy right. that it exists. But, like, I'm really curious to know, like, what any of them are going to be doing in five years yeah. from now. Are they still going to be doing that? I'd be surprised. That? I don't know. Maybe their maybe their musical change. I think that, I think I don't that know. there's enough talent in there for them to like break off and probably have successful solo careers. One of them will probably just go into producing and doing behind the scenes yeah, yeah. type shit. You know what I mean? Which is fine. That's all tight. But like, yeah, there's just something that's really always temporary about artists that like make it big off of that yeah, club type I feel shit. That. Yeah, like even yeah, little pumping them. What are they gonna do? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that fucking that whole demographic of people i mean like how many of those fucking kids have died already oh my god yeah that's that's fucking frightening yeah that's terrible going back into like that sober talk what better reason i mean it's like yeah it's getting bad out here like what kind of example do you want to put out into the world that's it too like i'm really thinking about my kids now man like they're gonna hear my music eventually and start to understand like what i'm talking about do i want to keep like yo i'm getting fucked up like whenever little giotto is like pressing play you feel me sure (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, I imagine that that definitely like changes your perspective on the world around you. I don't have any. I was I just gonna ask you. I don't have kids. any kids. No, so you have multiple. Two, yeah, two yeah, kids. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, my oldest is five. My youngest is like one and a half. Oh yeah, they're the five year old's gonna be getting into music real soon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like, you know, what do you want to put them around? Just like thinking about. It's real easy to say like, oh, like that shit doesn't matter but i think about the fucked up shit that i saw when i was a kid and right. that's like stuck with me yeah. like, there's a lot of shit that i had to like work through like coming up you know what yeah. i mean like realizing like fuck like i shouldn't have been this wasn't this. normal yeah it definitely changed and like you know people like to for a long time you like to say like oh, that's not that big of a deal it's definitely right. a big no. deal but speaking on that bro i don't know if you know my brand never been normal uh, 44 people have it tattooed. I got a tattooed and I started paying for tattoos and people okay. just started running with it. But it's because of like childhood trauma and like, like realizing like, yo, I'm fucked up. <laughs> like I never been normal. And then like just realizing that like sobering up and like getting a third eye view to like, there is no normal. And like society has this thing where it's like, oh, you have to do this, this and this to fit in. You got to pop pills to fit in. You got to go get drunk to be like the rest of them it's like no you don't you're cool how you are so i may have never been normal and it's just been it's been taken off yeah no that's that's great that's really thanks really cool bro that. <laughs> no that, that that's awesome i think that there's just it's strange like i feel like in a way i wonder you know going back to that how chaos creates sometimes beautiful art like with like eminem you know, like, I wonder if I didn't have, if my childhood would have been a little bit healthier. Bro, yeah. If I still would have gravitated towards all this art and all this shit that, yeah, I, that did. I don't know. Like, probably not, man. So, I, who, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not thankful say, yeah. for a goddamn thing <laughs> to happen. I can tell you that. But also, like, at least I feel like I made the best of it. I'm still here. Never, Amen. There's a lot of people that, again, going back to those fucking kids, like, uh, who's, the most recent somebody just passed away 
one of those mm-hmm. uh juice world juice world yeah 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 i think that was accidental though he was like trying to get out of charges and pop too many pills to like hide it from the police and i don't think he was like trying to die though yeah but, but I, still don't, I don't think a lot of people are but i mean yeah. like that's just fucking wild him and fucking mac miller Lil peep yeah Lil peep uh and then yeah, then, mac, there was, peace, then there was mac. the shit with um xxx too which was that was more that was some street shit yeah, yeah but that's still like right why the fuck is this happening with kids that are so young too right. i mean mac wasn't that i mean he's younger than us but like thinking about like you know people that are like 21 shooting each other right and it's like yeah, but then bro, i think about sad. the dumb shit that i did when i was like 18 19 yeah and it's like I'm, now i'm at a I'm point surprised where i'm here yeah, yeah I'm at a point now where it's like i you know i see 16 year old kids and i'm like those fucking kids yeah. like, the first time <laughs> happening in my life and it's like oh i get it now yeah just how fucking wild now to control some things are yeah it's nature you grow up quick though you grow up real real uh, quick yeah definitely definitely it goes fast with wow. uh so i mean i can't imagine like fucking having a kid and just oh uh, like, yeah you feel me bro but that's it's just it's opened my eyes so much that you gotta start man. worrying about like who your kids hanging around yeah, and all that shit i'm not really ready and, like, for their, that their families <laughs> their families all fucked up yeah i don't know i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna like not try to hide anything from them i'm gonna be very transparent and and just be like hey this is what it is I what to look out for because i didn't get those talks when i was younger like hey if they're doing this you should probably avoid that shit <laughs> yeah you know i think that the world is complex as it is it's a lot simpler i think people make the world more complex by avoiding problems seriously yeah and if you just are straight up with people tell people what it is even if we take this back to the music conversation you know like working with a shitty videographer will say yeah bro you know, oh like, my Yo, god i am paying you to do this thing are you gonna do it yes or no don't fuck with me right if you're not gonna do it that's fine let's just do ourselves both a favor yeah like you can't nerf the what world what is it with videographers oh my god i don't know i think there's something whenever they shoot the video the they think world. they own the video like, yeah. bro you don't own the video you shot my video we paid you for your time bro i just had a, a videographer we wanted it mixed down again. We wanted some things edited for the WAPO video. And he's like, uh, okay, the one dude didn't do it. So we, we were going to send it to another videographer. To get him to send it, he was like, it's going to take two hours. I need $200. I was like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. You feel me? That's my video. Why do I got to pay you again to, to click your mouse and move some shit over? Like, no, fuck you. You feel me? Sure. And it's just shady, bro. It's like, that's like extortion. For something I already paid for. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 hard. Like it's it's funny. It's like being on uh, being on the side of like maybe somebody that is creating content. I can maybe see like okay, yeah, okay. So you want me to send this project to somebody? It's gonna take two hours. Maybe I can't use my computer in that two hours of time. So you're taking two hours of work away from me. But then it's like, well, do the fucking shit right the first time. And we wouldn't and even would be good. Yeah. But then it's also okay. Well, it's like maybe there just wasn't good communication about what you want. So right. it's like exactly. you keep going back and forth on that shit. So it's just like it's a matter of just being like as clear and as simple as possible with people. And just like, yeah, you know, when you're building those working relationships with people, just like anytime I'm like hiring somebody for something, I like always hit up somebody else that worked with them first. Like, yeah. you know, like, so hey. you did a video Are with them. Cool? Like, yeah. Was it cool? Like how... <laughs> You know, what was, I don't even ask about rates or nothing like that because people's yeah. rates change and shit like that. It was like, what was the process like? You know, were they, did they have good ideas? You know, did they, was it turnaround okay? Were they cool? Were they receptive to your ideas? Were they, you know, did they just not give a fuck? Right. Yeah, bro. That's so it's, that's, that's advice right there. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Just, soak that in, new artists. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to ask people for help. Speaking of new artists, man, I want to say this. You got to be, um, I don't know what we were talking about earlier, Click, but it, you got to be, to even make a song and put it out there for the world to judge you, that takes like a lot of courage. Yeah. You feel me? Yo, yeah, yeah. That's so like, in your first song, don't let the world discourage you from making art. Like, go out there and make some art and fuck what anybody thinks. You feel me? Yeah. It's do, if you think it is good, then it's good to you. And you, you got to feel yourself for other people to feel you. But if you put out shit where it's like it's not super confident and you're not super sure of it or anything like that, that people are going to see that. <laughs> it's like I can hear a song from somebody and be like, this motherfucker is confident. Yeah. Or yeah, you yeah. can hear something and it's like, <laughs> it just sounds like, but it's fun because you, 
the only way you can get good at something is to be not good at it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. What do I want to not be good but at? You gotta- <laughs> they, they, it, that just boils down to that like survival of the fittest mentality. True. I mean, it's like everybody that starts doing music, you're not good when you start. Not at all. And either you work through it or you don't. And if you don't, then Wasn't survival of the fittest. Yeah. That's it. I mean, of course, there's probably plenty of people that could be great. You know, but I think so much of it has to do with uh, making sure like you feel yourself for sure and the environment that you have around you. Make sure you have people around you that even if if they don't fuck with it, at least make sure that they're not like discouraging you. Yeah. Like telling you that like you're dumb for thinking like 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 because like I've definitely had people around me in my past that have just like not given a fuck about what I was doing and people telling me I should do something more like this or more like that. And it's like, that's not what I want to do. It's like, I'd rather do what I want to do and have 10 people fuck with it. than be a fucking cartoon character or play Halloween dress up to make a hundred people happy. It's that's not who I am. I feel you. It's a waste of time. And with, and with social media, people are so cruel, bro. (laughs) <laughs> so cruel yeah. bro and like even we're, with the promotion like we we promoted that uh pull up video with kilo and on facebook it was just like reaching the wrong crowds or something but people were like this is trash this auto-tune garbage i'm like man i'm paying and it's reaching people where they're telling me i'm like shit and like people are so mean especially people you grew up with bro because they feel like they got dealt the same cards and they're just settling where they're at and you're trying to do more and it's not like Oh, you think you're better or you're the your your ego or whatever. It's like people like hate to see you not give up. And it, and with social media, they'll be so mean. It's like they want you to quit everything and just curl up in a ball and cry. And it's just like the world the social media world can be such an evil place. But like, I don't know. I'm the type of person like you got to kill me to shut me up. You feel me? Sure. I'm I mean, when it comes to like any sort of negative comments, if I ever get anything on my stuff, I'm just always like, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, you, you're better than me. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's like, I'm just happy to know that it's that people are seeing it. It's like, I would rather, even though it sucks if you got people like talking shit, at least I know people were seeing it. And maybe some of that shit that they're talking, maybe there's a little bit of it that's valid. And I got, I know. I got to work on myself a little bit more. It's a lot. I'd rather have that than put something out there and just crickets. Like nobody's, I feel that. Nobody, I see what you're saying. Nobody's saying that they like it, but nobody's saying that they hate it. It's just like nobody's here. Like I just, yeah, then no. I just, then I just feel like I'm in a room by myself, like going crazy. Yeah. Like I thought this was tight. Yo. So I at, feel least, you, bro. at least people know like That's what's a good going way to on. Take it. And the other thing too is like, you think about like people don't use the internet a whole lot, especially in comment sections to spread positivity. Oh my God. You Barely know ever. I mean? Whether, whether it's, it. whether it's a YouTube or Yelp with restaurant reviews and things like that. Every people will only go out of their way to complain about something. Why is human nature like that, bro? Why are we such a fucked up species? <laughs> like? I, don't I don't know. It's so funny because like, you know, I can hear or I can eat at 10 places, right? And it'll be like, oh, all this food was good. Word, go home. But then like, you know, one thing gets fucked up and all of a sudden now I have this, whoa, party time. Come on, babe. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> it's like, you know, all of a sudden now I have this energy, <laughs> you know, to uh, post this long negative thing because something didn't go my way as if I'm that fucking important. Right. Nah, I feel you, bro. Yeah. I don't know why people won't go out their way often to, to say good things. And then it's like, man, one thing pisses them off. They're like, yeah, fuck typing up a whole Yelp reviews, like you said. I think the the best thing that the only I mean, my only advice would be is that there's a lot these people are seeing it. And there's a good chance that people are seeing it and fucking with it. But and again, people don't leave nice comments. That's the thing about bad publicity too. Like there like I think there is bad publicity. Like people say, like, yo, this fucking sucks, and some people just go agree, but like some people might be like, yo, this fucking sucks. They're still advertising it for you. And yeah. somebody might go listen for themselves and be like, yo, they're tripping. Like, I fuck yeah. with this song. Yeah. I fuck with this whatever. You Nobody me? else can give you bad publicity. The only person that can give you bad publicity is yourself. That's a, It's hard to say. I was struggling with that. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're both fucking rappers. Can't even say a goddamn word. Publicity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yo, we're trying. We're doing our Facts, best. We're trying. But, uh, 
yeah, it can be really hard to get people to sh- be positive on comment threads because it goes again to like people not wanting to share your video, people maybe not wanting to look soft because like they're like, good work, bro, with a thumbs up emoji. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 like that makes them look weak or something like that. But yeah. No, it's, it makes me want to, makes me want to take a time, a second to shout out the never been normal gang and everybody that like takes their time to show support because like that's not the cool thing to do. It's not cool to support your homie or your friends anymore. It's really not the cool thing to do. So like everybody that goes out their way to show me love and stream my shit and share my shit and get my brands at it. Like, you're fucking awesome. And you make all of this worth it and, and fuck everybody hating. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the best thing to do because I, I, I feel like even in those times when like, you know, maybe you have, you know, 10,000, 100,000, whatever, however many views on a video or something like that. And it's like, okay, you got, you know, 10 negative comments or something like that ain't a big deal you still have like all of that other positivity around it there's just gonna be people that don't people don't like anything there's always people that hate something i uh i bring this up a lot on the show but my first job ever was at taco bell Uh-oh. and uh i got this job with my first two paychecks, I saved up and bought my first beat machine. So this was like okay. when I was like first like really getting into making music. And I had a friend that I worked with at Taco Bell, 16-year-old Brian at Taco Bell working. <laughs> and I remember just being like, you know, new to shit, self-conscious, just yeah, like yeah. and talking with my coworker. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever gonna like fuck with my shit. And he was just like, There's people who don't like the Beatles, don't worry about it. Right. And like ever since then, like I've always just thought about that, you know, and it just like really stuck with me, you know, ever since, you know, making them fucking cheesy Gordita crunches (laughs) right now, recording podcasts. I always remember that. Like there's always some people are going to hate stuff, but at the flip, there's somebody looking for exactly what you're doing. So it's just finding those people. And if you're watching this, tag Taco Bell and we need a, <laughs> we need a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would take But no, it. you're completely right, bro. You're completely right. So now moving into 2020, what is on the horizon? We're going to um, finish dropping these videos for the tape. We're going to keep pushing these videos. Uh, we're at 44 tattoos for Never Been Normal. As soon as we hit 50, I'm dropping uh, Never Been Normal too. Uh, I dropped Never Been Normal the first one a couple years ago, and that's whenever that wave started. Yeah. And then we probably got, like I said, three or four albums like completely finished. They need mastered and touched up a little bit, but we're going to we're gonna drop those. I'll probably drop one more album. We'll probably drop the Never Been Normal mixtape, too, this year, and one more album maybe by the end of the year if we get the time and money and everything ready yeah. for it. And then it's just riding the wave and trying to bump shoulders with the right people in the meantime, bro. How often are you recording? Oh, man. I took uh, January off, and uh, before that, I was in there like once a week, twice a week, like at least. Like I'm, I try to get down there as much as I can. Where just are you to, recording like, that now? Uh, ID Labs. Okay. Aetna. But yeah, I try to get down there as much as often, just to keep your. It's like shooting free throws if you're a basketball player. Like you're gonna you're gonna learn something new or or find something you don't like to not do. And uh, but yeah, I took January off, and the first time I got in the booth on in February, it was like shaky, bro. It was like I had one good jam, and then I tried to make that club song, and that didn't turn out well. So I was like, I was like, man, we got to get back down here more often, bro. It's good. I'm losing it. Well, I think that that's it's awesome to hear that you're so persistent in terms of just in the studio and just working and developing your craft because something that I find a lot with hip hop artists in particular is that they don't practice. They might write their ass off, but they're not actually recording all the time. They're not performing all the time. And it's kind of like, what are you going to do? Like be in your room, like rapping at the mirror. Like how are you going to? Yeah. Like Eminem at the beginning of a mile. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I ain't going to lie. I've had those moments, but uh, it's, it's it's a lot different than being in a band where you have bands that maybe they're practicing all the time, but they're not in the studio every week. That's not what you do with a band. You know, you might go in the studio once a year and record that album, but you're still rehearsing all the time. Right. So I find that a lot of MCs don't always take the time to actually rehearse performing. And then that comes across a lot in a lot of rappers that I see performing live. Oh my God. It's just like, yo... You can tell. You, did you actually? Was it uh, sometimes like motherfuckers don't even sound like themselves? I feel you. It's like you know, and like then they have the audacity to have like their like polished up vocal track Probably in yeah. the background, <laughs> and they're just like huffing and puffing on top oh of my it. God. Cardio like, is, is like, everything. Like, this bro. is a performance right now. 
You're nah, just like, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on top of your like perfectly auto tuned backtrack vocals, I'm like, bro, like, you, yeah, it. yeah, cardio for sure. Oh my god, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but bro, I, like, people ask me like, what what do you think makes you like stand out from artists in the city? And I think it's just my hunger and just my persistence staying in the studio. Like, I feel like I want it more than anybody. You feel me? So I feel like that's what makes me the different one, and that's kind of how we got the title. For yeah, that, for the album, Hell that yeah. definitely helps. I think that those are the two two core things. I think anybody needs is persistence, patience, and there there's another one I can't think of. Oh, productivity. There three you go. Three P's. Yeah, or, the three P's. <laughs> yeah, just I like that. Patience, persistence, and productivity. Just. Just keep keep working, man. Hell yeah, no just doubt. keep working. You're gonna have to send me a beat pack, bro. I'm trying to work. Yeah, so I'll tell you this: most of the most of the beats that I do nowadays, I'm I'm definitely a hoarder. I don't really. I like, hear you. I don't make a lot of stuff for other people anymore. Um, I just don't have the time to to be real with you. No, I feel to you. mean like I I do this show. I work full time. I got a girl. I got a house. Yeah, I got, no doubt, bro. <laughs> you know, I play in a band and all this stuff. So most of the time, it's like you know, I mean, I'm only getting to like fuck with beats, like you know. Maybe one night a week. And right, right, It's right. not like how it was back in the Taco Bell days. I like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Fucking work my little six-hour shift and go home. And I had that youthful energy where I can, like, survive off two hours of sleep. I can't do that anymore. Oh, I wish I could <laughs> just fucking drink Coca-Cola all night. Uh, <laughs> just fucking, like, live off Coca-Cola and Doritos and Taco Bell uh, and be, like, fucking set. Like, life yeah. was good, dude. Oh, yeah. It was a fucking firecracker. Now I eat, like, <laughs> one potato chip and I'm in bed for a month, bro. Like, <laughs> can't fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Now I actually have to, like, watch what I eat, watch what I drink, watch, like, Nah, think about you, sleep bro. think about like you know trying to think about exercise and things especially around shows and performances and just take care i'm not getting any younger nah, that's i'll tell you sure, that bro. i might i might have this youthful energy i may still be trying to live the life of a 21 year old but this body is not <laughs> not not 21 I anymore that, i can tell bro. you that oh, so we're gonna be wrapping up here we've almost hit our hour before right. we do that why don't you let people know where they could find you on the internet? Yeah, man. Follow me. Um, Instagram and Twitter are both at John Mace 54th. And then you can go to my Johnny Mace page on Facebook and then SoundCloud's Johnny Mace. You can search Johnny Mace on all the streaming platforms. You'll find something you like or hate or both. And Johnny underscore Mace on Snapchat. And then that's about it. If you hate it, leave a bullshit comment. Yeah. If you like it, Hit the share button. Do that on this podcast, too. I want to hear what we did good and bad. <laughs> Hell yeah. Please and please share the show. That would be neat if y'all did that. My man. Follow my man, too, bro. Sykes. Yeah. Start the beat. Start the beat with Sykes. Start the beat with Sykes. Boom. That's where we're at right now. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. One more I time. I like this shit. Yeah. Johnny Mace, man. Yeah. I Thank you for having me, here. bro. Yeah, bro. Good appreciate to meet you, you, man. Yeah, you too. I look forward to seeing everything now. Now that you're on my radar, hey. I'll be aware. I'll be following you. I'll be, I'll know what's up. My dog. Like, it, it, may, it may have taken 10 years for us to sit at a table <laughs> together, but I'm sure now it won't be 10 years before we do it again. Hey. And I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2020. Woo, woo. Thanks for listening. We're out. Peace. <laughs>